it's time for the Raytown Roundup, where we never let the truth get in the way of a good story. Today's tall tale is sure to amuse, entertain, and lead to laughter, or at least a snicker or two. So sit back, relax, and let's get caught up on what's happening with the folks in Raytown this week. Here comes the Raytown Roundup with your author and storyteller, Dr. Pam Arlen. August has continued to be hot. The other day it was so hot that it felt like we lived in the tropics. It rained and a rainbow appeared, and no one could breathe in the relentless humidity. The other day on the phone, Mom told her sister in Florida that the humidity here was 65% and that we couldn't breathe. Her sister laughed and said that 65% humidity was nothing. We then remembered that as bad as the weather is here in Raytown from time to time, that no sane person should ever live any farther south or north than Raytown. And so conversation moved on to other topics. Bill, Ed, and Fritz had gathered at Breakfast and Lunch Lovers to chat and passed the morning in air conditioning. Their conversation had been following the normal patterns. The city still has the street torn up, putting in new gas lines. Will they ever be done? Their new gas lines totally ruined my yard this summer. Why do I even try to have a nice yard if the city is just going to come along and dig it up? There was another water main break. Are they ever going to fix it? The chokehold to get into the DMV parking lot is getting worse by the day. I nearly lost my car in there the other day. The vegetables at the farmer's market are good right now. We got some great tomatoes there yesterday. After a while, Ed said, We've been thinking about fixing up our bathrooms. Now that we've got more international students staying with us, Phyllis wants things nice for the kids. Bill said, Bathrooms are super expensive to do. If I was going to redo ours, I'd get one of those fancy new toilets. Fritz was confused. The only toilets he could think of were pretty standard. He had seen one once with a wooden seat. He thought that was pretty fancy. So he said, Oh, you mean the one with the wooden seat? That would be nice. Bill scoffed, No, not a wooden seat, a heated seat. They've got those new toilets from Japan. Haven't you ever seen them down at the Sap Brothers on I-49? I like to stop there. They have nice toilets and good pop machines. They let you put in vanilla or cherry or some other flavors. It's not as nice as some of the more modern machines, but it's still nice. Fritz looked confused and Ed warmed to the topic. Yeah, those are nice. They've got those buttons you can push. You can have heat and it can play music and it can wash your backside. Ed looked a bit dreamy. I never even thought that just a normal human being like us could have one of those in the house. I always thought it was just for fancy gas stations and maybe kings or something. 
Do they really just sell them? Like, like to anyone? Of course they do, Bill said. All you need is money, and they aren't that expensive. You should get them. I bet your international students would think they were awesome. Would make the Japanese and Korean kids feel welcome for sure. Fritz suddenly remembered. I was in a house once that had a toilet seat that set up higher than normal. It was real comfortable. It didn't feel like my knees were up by my ears when I sat down. Now that I'm getting a bit older and the knees are creaking a bit, that would be real nice. Phyllis is always complaining about her knees. I bet she'd like a toilet like that, Ed said. Just then the waiter came by and said, My boyfriend has a toilet without a handle. Instead it has two buttons on it to flush it. One button uses lots of water for big jobs and the other uses less water. I guess it's normal in Europe. He's so continental and chic. The lady at the next table said, I like those handicapped toilets that sit higher and are shaped a bit different. They keep you men from missing the hole so much, too. You should get one of those. Suddenly, breakfast and lunch lovers had forgotten about the city's new gas lines, the potholes, and the heat outside. The great toilet debate of the summer had begun. Different ones contributed different opinions about the best and worst toilets they had experienced. Younger ones looked up certain toilets and toilet seats online to see how expensive they really were and to discover the best places to buy them. These young ones contributed website addresses to the discussion. Ed had been silent for a while. He was awestruck by how far toilet seat technology had come. He'd gone from having an outhouse as a child to, to, to well, the, the place of a king. Truly, the bathroom had become the throne room at last. He imagined himself sitting high and dry with a warm backside and a choice of two buttons to push. Life was good. It had been unimaginable just a few minutes ago that he could actually have a throne, but now it seemed not only possible, but very doable. His life had been changed. He got out some pencil and paper and took notes. He wrote down websites and key terms to remember. It was a bit overwhelming, actually. Then someone said, What kind of shower head are you going to get? Immediately a new debate began about rain heads, high pressure shower heads, removable shower heads, multiple shower heads coming from all directions, and shower heads that were far away from the handle to turn them on with zero entry walkways and no doors at all. Ed began to gloss over. So many decisions to be made, and the world was so complicated these days. Just too much complication. A few minutes ago, Ed had envisioned a silver showerhead coming out of a white wall. 
he now envisioned a hurricane force shower that was the size of his whole house, with water coming from all directions. Suddenly, his throne room was endangered. It sounded dangerous. He envisioned high-pressure jets from all directions beating him to a pulp. His throne room was no longer safe and cozy. It was a menace. Ed made a decision right then and there. He would do what he always did in these situations. He'd go home and tell Phyllis that he wanted one of those heated seats to make the international students happy. Then, after that, she could do whatever she wanted so long as he wasn't in danger of getting blown away by a hurricane-force showerhead. This was Raytown, after all. There should not be any danger of hurricanes in Raytown. What was wrong with simple white tile and the simple joy of a simple shower? In fact, maybe the current bathroom wasn't so bad after all. Maybe a coat of paint and a basic new toilet seat would do the trick. Maybe it was actually his duty to ensure the safety of poor international students to not redo the bathroom. Well, Ed would see what Phyllis had to say about that. Ed's attention slowly turned to fly fishing, where his mind often wandered to when bored by other topics. He'd seen a pale evening dun fly on sale over at the Bass Pro Shop that he really wanted. He'd seen a nice elk hair caddis there the other day, too. Or maybe a Humphrey Red or a royal wolf. Now, why couldn't bathrooms be as simple as fly fishing, Ed wondered. At that thought, Ed slowly slipped out of his chair, threw his toilet notes in the trash, and said, I'm going over to Bass Pro. See you later. And he never thought much about fancy toilet seats again after that. Phyllis, being a sensible woman, did redo the bathroom, and she installed a high-rise toilet as they are getting older, and a shower head bigger than their old one, but well below hurricane scale. Ed took his bi-visible brown fly and went fishing. Well, folks, that's it for the Raytown Roundup for now. We sure would appreciate it if you'd tell your friends and family to subscribe to the podcast. New stories will be coming out each week, and you won't want to miss them. Raytown Roundup can be enjoyed wherever podcasts are found and on the web at raytownroundup.buzzsprout.com. Until we meet again, may the Lord bless you with joy, much laughter, and friendship with Jesus.